Welcome to the Shane Anigans Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gents, to yet another episode of the Shane Anigans Podcast, Artist Edition, the podcast series where I interview artists who are not super well-known, but should be. My name is Ashana Sumazura, and today I am joined by Vancouver-based contemporary R&B artist, Artemis. Artemis has slowly been making a name for herself over the past couple of years with tracks such as Elasto, Synchronicity, and Show and Tell. Make sure you guys go and check out her recent music video for Synchronicity, and also check out all of her other music available everywhere you can stream it. After, of course, listening to or watching this episode. Please welcome Artemis to this episode of the Shane Anigans Podcast, Artist Edition. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Shane Anigans Podcast, Artist Edition, the podcast series where I interview artists who are not super well-known, but should be. My name is, of course, Ashana Sumazura, and today I am joined by Artemis. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. Also, you know what? I actually didn't think that your name was actually Artemis. I thought that was just a stage name, but like, it's it's actually Artemis. That's a really cool name. So... Congratulations on having a, a cool name. Thank you. Yes. Oh, it all to my parents, you know, for uh, for being extra and naming their child after a Greek goddess. That's that's pretty cool. I I commend your parents for that. I was actually considering naming one of my kids Zeus until um, one of the pastors at my church reminded me that Zeus is um, a pagan name. So it's kind of a it's kind of a no no in, in my. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, so, no, nah, but I love like powerful names like that, like you know, a, um, Achilles. No, uh, what was the other one? Um, the other one started, there's like Apollo, yeah, that's the one I was thinking of, Aphrodite, stuff like that. That's they're good names, good names, yeah, the A's, um, all right, so. Um, you've obviously watched the podcast before, so as you know, I always start off an episode with a joke, just to, you know, break the ice a little bit, you know, get, um, the tables a bit, a bit loose, I guess, I, I don't know, um, yeah, I make this joke every single podcast, but, um, yeah, you actually checked out an episode, so, you know. Listeners, make sure you check out other episodes as well <laughs> after after listening to or watching this one as well um, beforehand, of course. All right, so let's just get into it. So um, a man is sitting in a cafe when suddenly someone he knows comes running to him in a panic, shouting, quick, your wife is cheating on you with your best friend in the forest. The man runs out of the cafe angry and furious to see for himself and returns after a short while and sits back down on his chair. The people in the cafe and the guy that told him are confused and ask what happened. The man says, This son of a bee was just exaggerating. Firstly, it was a couple of trees. He made out like it was a forest. Secondly, best friend, he says. It turns out I didn't even know the guy. I don't... <laughs> Listen, that funny. You don't need to give me a pity laugh. It's not my joke. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. All right. Let's let's just get right into the, let's just get right into the questions then. Um, 
so yeah where did the whole music thing start for you was it like a slow and steady thing over time or um did you just one day find out you know that you had talent or have you always just been into this kind of thing um i've always sang like ever since i could talk i was singing <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah singing was always like a really big part of my life and uh, as I got older I sort of uh, I don't know I took like some I did like summer camps and stuff like that I guess a few I took a few lessons um, but then I started like writing songs as I got older and I just kind of like had all these songs on hand and reached a certain point where I was going to school, like I was in college and I just kind of realized like, what am I doing? I have all these songs in my head and like written down and like that I want to make real and just, yeah, just kind of like made the decision to go in on music. And so I dropped out of school and just started working with one of my friends um to make the my first dp and yeah it started off we just started making one song and then we decided to do a little ep and then yeah that was a three years ago i guess that's really cool yeah so do you, do you produce your songs or is it your friend producing them is it what's the process like yeah so i was really lucky to work with these super talented musicians um who produced the first EP, um, my friend Ben Robertson, who's the singer in a band called Winona Forever, and he plays guitar too, and a bunch of other instruments. And he, yeah, he produced most of that EP as well as um, Isaiah Dobbs, and he's in the band Shway. And That's he, cool. like, yeah, he produced, he was like working, he produced like Synchronicity, and then he was working on a lot of the other tracks as well. Yeah. So yeah, that was really cool to be able to work with them. And then my most recent one I'm working with, um, my other friend Cyrus Jordan, uh, and we're trying to get uh, another. You allowed to talk about this? Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, it's just like we're, you know, it's a process. Uh, we've been working on it for a while, but yeah. it will get done eventually. So that's great. That's cool. Yeah, Have but you... I'm working. Oh, sorry. It's no, it's okay. Carry on. I, I do want to start producing myself and that's sort of what I'm like working towards right now. Do you, um, have you recorded much already or is it like in more of a concept stage right now? We've recorded like a decent amount. I'd say it's probably 80% done. I think it just needs like the fine tuning and like a few of the songs need a bit of structural work yeah. but and like just like some little touches at, at the end but it's like it's it's getting there it's getting there yeah that's cool yeah so yeah so when do you think that will be out um for, i'm assuming next year because we've only got like a month left of this year yeah i know i was like i want to get out in 2020 i want to get out in 2020 but yeah. i'm not even in the same city as uh as the my friend Cyrus who I'm working with so I probably won't probably won't be out till like spring or summer 
yeah it's it's crazy how this year has been like the longest shortest year ever this year is yeah. basically done now and it's crazy to think that because for the uk lockdown started in march and it still feels like i don't know like march 231st or something right now <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel like the middle of november you know i know like, it's it's winter right now it's crazy it's yeah. really crazy to think that yeah, it's gonna be really weird when it when it will have been a full year that like the virus has hit because we started in lockdown in March as well. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a weird. It's been a weird year. It's yeah, exactly. Year. And the UK has gone back into lockdown again, so it's yeah. every, uh, the streets are quiet. Um, it's like that. It's like that scene in Shrek. You you know the first Shrek where they go into like the the castle area or something. And Shrek's walking around and he's like, it's quiet. It's too yeah. quiet. And then like I don't know, like some massive presentation comes from this um, little puppet show thing. Obviously, it's not like that in my area with the little puppet show thing, but it's definitely too quiet around the place. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's a little eerie. Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't know, like aliens or something but yeah um okay so being relatively new I, I say relatively new in comparison to some artists who have been in the music scene for longer relatively new have you performed in a whole lot of places yet or is it just like you know you're doing most of your stuff digitally um yeah i was performing quite a bit actually the past two years um in montreal we were playing a lot of gigs it's like sad to think of now because <laughs> last year we were playing we were playing a lot like almost like almost like once a week or like once every two weeks we would play a gig and then when I was in Vancouver I would always like be playing a lot of different shows like the scene in Vancouver because it's where I'm from so yeah. it was always super welcoming and really fun to play there as well so yeah I was playing a lot of shows back when life was <laughs> Back when Probably. the world was moving. <laughs> so, but now, like, I'm obviously not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that brings me to my next question. Then, what's your favorite place you've performed? Um, are there any places that have really stuck out for you in a positive way? Like people were really, you know, vibing to your tracks, or was it just, or have they all been, you know, pretty similar in the energy that um, you were receiving back? Uh, I'd say. Uh, there's a few shows that stand out like one of the shows in Vancouver at this place called the Jupiter Lounge it was actually the last night that that venue uh, was existing and yeah. uh, it was just a really it was a really good show because the the two bands that were performing or the two performers that were before me were like also these like female R&B artists. And... What do you have against male R&B artists, about <laughs> MS, huh? You can't have a bit of like, Ty Dolla Sign or um, Daniel Caesar every now and again, huh? What's, no, what's no, the deal? No, <laughs> oh, no, I'm messing, I'm messing. Artists, but like, it's usually I feel like I'll play with like a lot of like indie, sort of like all men indie bands yeah. in, in a lineup. <laughs> And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with them. Like they're all really talented, and sometimes I like learn about new music. Um, but in this setting, it was just cool because everyone that was there was really into that vibe of music, and 
and like the two bands before me were amazing. Like I just felt really honored to perform with them, and yeah. um, everyone in the crowd was just like so into it, and it was also the sweatiest show I've ever played. Yeah, really uh, sweaty. Yeah, like ridiculously sweaty, but it was so fun. So. Performing, performing can get sweaty. I've I've performed once or twice, and it, it's 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 something. Um, you have to yeah. you have to go up there with like a handkerchief or something, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, a, like a bath towel or something. But yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I can imagine that um, having more women there would be. I mean, yeah, I can imagine it would be better yeah. for you as a as as a woman. You are a woman, right? I don't yeah. want to make assumptions. Yeah. Twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, it was just like inspiring, like seeing them perform, and then it just made me want to do my best to like so that I like felt like I deserved to perform after them in a way. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just like a really overall like the whole night was really a really nice energy. I felt. That's really cool. Do you remember who you performed with? Put the listeners yeah. on to some people, maybe. Yeah, I performed with the this group called Daisy from Vancouver. Um, they're amazing, so talented, and yeah, um, they have stuff on Spotify. And... Is that like, sorry, is that like the flower Daisy? Um, it's called it's Daisy, like oh, D-A-C-E-Y. Right. Yeah, and it's like um, I think it's that's her name. The lead singer's name and uh but yeah they're all really really talented and then i performed with prado who's like a rapper singer from vancouver as well and she has like two backup dancers and she's amazing like she's kind of blowing up and really uh, cool. yeah she was she, her stage presence is like insane and just always so fun to watch so yeah that's pretty sick pretty sick check them out check them yeah out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's really cool. Actually, that's really cool. I'll I'll definitely have to check them out after this. Maybe get them on the podcast at some point. Um, yeah. Okay. So, from listening to your music, I generally get like a sort of mix of two different genres. Um, those being like jazz and R and B kind of. But I was wondering, what um, genre would you say that you are? What vibe do you think that you give off? If you had to pin it down to, you know, something. Yeah, always tricky. Always tricky to like. I don't know to explain what genre it is. I guess, but I guess sort of like a contemporary, funky, like contemporary indie funk, <laughs> contemporary R and B. Yeah. So. To, to really, you know, I see you doing the Stevie on. Wonder sway there, just like. <laughs> so contemporary R and B, you said. I think so, yeah. But uh, yeah, or like contemporary or indie pop, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, so no, not weird. That's that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Okay. Uh. What would you say inspires you the most when it comes to writing a track? Is there a certain aspect of life that inspires you the most? Or, you know, do you just take your experiences as they come? Do you just get to writing? Like, what's, um, what inspires you, Artemis? Um, yeah, definitely lots of different things can inspire me. But, uh, but usually, 
Like, if I'm inspired to write a track or to write a song, it's because uh, I, I'm having like strong feelings about something in particular, and I feel like I almost like need to express it in a musical way. And yeah. um, I guess I really like sort of exploring those feelings through different melodies and like, yeah, letting the melodies kind of express how it feels. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay, so yeah, okay, so I wanted to ask actually about Hot Sands then. What's the story behind that, um, for example? <laughs> because I've, I've sort of had the chorus for that playing in my head over the past few days. So congratulations. <laughs> You've made a really catchy and um, stick in your head kind of track. What's the, what's the story behind that then? Because the person who you seem to be talking about, I kind of want to meet this person and see, <laughs> and um, see yeah. you know, just how um just how amazing this person is thank you first of all thank you uh pleasure all, like, <laughs> you know that's all i could ask for um yeah hot sand it's like a really sweet i wrote that song um like the summer after i graduated high school and i it was it was about my first boyfriend my first love um <laughs> oh, sorry i'm not i'm not laughing making fun of you i'm just laughing because it's like you know it's it's just a really cool story <laughs> um yeah so it's just pretty i think like we went to the beach one day there's this like nude beach in vancouver called rec beach and we went there and like we're painting and just like hanging out and uh yeah you know when you i feel like first love it's just like such a feeling like you just feel like your eyes are your constantly hard eyes at somebody and like it feels like a wes anderson movie kind of thing is that <laughs> and then i just like yeah i was just feeling it very heavily so that song was just a you know a capsule of my love um at that time yeah, just trying to really like explain, really express how it felt through the hot sand metaphor. <laughs> you guys, this is, this is a little bit awkward if um, the answer is not what I'm expecting, but are you guys still together now or is it? No, not. Oh, okay. But like, <laughs> it ended well, like, like we're still friends friendly and like we check up on each other every little while like we made it to the other side you know and uh, nice. yeah no I have nothing but love for for them and uh, yeah because really awesome. yeah a lot of a lot of relationships tend to end in um in not so picturesque manners they yeah they yeah, true. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm just like I, I'm almost like too driven to be friends with all of my exes. I'm like, no, we will be. <laughs> like, I think it depends. Sometimes it's like probably need some time to not be friends for a bit, so that you know, in the long run, we can be friends. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, sometimes you just need to like take a break from the other person. But I feel like that break brings you back stronger than ever though you know um because yeah. it 
I don't know, it makes you want the person in your life more than you did before when you were seeing them all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it just like helps sort of redefine the relationship. Like if you want to be friends after, I feel like you just need like a physical separation because like, if not, you'll just end up having sex every time you see each other. And that's just, like, I mean, yeah, well, that's, that's always fun, I guess. Um, I, yeah. Okay, uh, so what's the story behind Synchronicity then? Because a big part of the song was you with this whole take it a step at a time message. What's the story behind that? Was that was there a certain experience in your life which made you want to um, put it into words like that? Or was it just, you know, you were sat um, writing away, you know, just, yeah, just writing away? Yeah, uh, Synchronicity is definitely very special to me because I feel it's sort of, in a way, just like a message to myself, I guess. And I think I I wrote it, I was sort of like freaking out a bit um, about like, what am I doing with my life and I'm not doing enough. And um, I just felt sort of like, like I was wasting all this energy freaking out instead of just sort of like listening to myself and what I wanted and like going with what felt right in that moment. Yeah. So I just sort of wrote, it's almost just like a, uh, like I wrote it about sort of like to tell myself to calm down and to like trust myself and like trust universe and trust yeah. trust fate I guess yeah yeah and just sort of yeah exactly and like yeah it's just go with the flow I guess yeah basically like just trust that you're on your right path and that like you'll figure things out and um that things like do take time um but then like the chorus is almost like a reprieve from it Cause it's kind of like, it's like, yeah, okay. Like I'm on this spiritual journey, but then it's also like, okay, but I still want to have fun. And like, yeah, I want to, like, I don't know. Like, like I still look good and like, I can still, I don't know. Like, so it's kind of like seeing the best of both worlds in a sense, like, you know, doing your go, going your own way and, you know, making the best out of your situations, but also, going with the flow and not worrying about what um you know what the future holds i guess is that am i am i okay cool (laughs) okay sorry yeah um it's a reflective spiritual journey (laughs) yeah that's that's really that's really cool so in terms of like i guess i was going to ask if you have like any advice for anyone who's you know perhaps going through struggles in their journey but i guess the messages in the song itself um yeah i guess that's what you could say about that yeah kind of um i mean i do say take it at a step at a time many times (laughs) (laughs) but i still i don't know sometimes i still if i like hear that song sometimes i'll be like wow (laughs) thank you past self for this (laughs) little tidbit like I kind of needed that 
do you that actually um leads me on to my next question do you actually listen to your own music often or um do you hear it a bit too much during the production stage and you just get like sort of tired of it um yeah i think i think like when it first came out i listened to it a bit because i just like i just kept wondering like what's what is everyone listening to you know like i it's like yeah. i wanted to keep like uh like verifying what it sounded like and just kind of like i would think about the people that were listening and then i'd be like i need to listen to it and just kind of i don't know like just understand what they're listening to yeah um, but I, right now because most of the stuff that i have out is a little bit old like it's not old but it's feels sort of like an older version of myself I can't I haven't listened to it in a long time like it's almost like ugh, I can't I can't do that yeah. right now <laughs> but I'm still like proud of it and everything I just like it's a bit much right now <laughs> yeah I get you I get you <laughs> so let's say you visualize one of your fans right what kind of person comes to mind is it a artistic person a business person what kind of person comes to mind when you think of someone when you think of one of your fans i guess um that's i don't know i guess i don't really usually like visualize my like people like in a physical sense like what somebody would look like um yeah. i mean i i don't think like there'd really be any specific group i like that i would visualize listening to it I mean, maybe just I guess I see my friends listening to it because they're the ones that I hear about listening to it the most, and they're all sort of like kind of artistic people who are around my age. Um, but I would hope that like anyone could get into it, and that like you know all sorts of different people could relate to what I'm talking about and like kind of like have felt similar emotions and stuff like that yeah i definitely do feel like a lot of people could relate to some of the um topics you're talking about you know with the whole take it to step at a time message you know I, I feel like there's a lot of people who are probably you know up at night thinking about what their future holds what um their path in life will be so yeah i can definitely see some people um taking something from that i guess mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So that brings us to our next segment being Would You Rather Questions. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Would You Rather Questions being for people who have been living under a rock their entire life? Um, questions where I present you with one scenario or another scenario. You have to pick one, or I, I don't know, the whole world as we know it explodes and. It's just not fun for anyone. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, first, would you rather... Would you rather have a pause or rewind button on your life, Artemis? What kind of... Um, what kind... Like, you ever see the movie Click? Pause or rewind? Yeah. You ever see the movie Click, by the way? I have, yeah. What was, okay, first of all... Since when does like back then Adam Sandler was churning out terrible movies, right? Yeah. What was up with that ending? 
What was up with that ending where my man gets a heart attack and his whole family is standing over him? What was up with that? That was, that was yeah. like. <laughs> Even there's like his like problems at the beginning of the movie. I'm just like, well, I don't understand what's so wrong with your life. Like you're a well-off like <laughs> white businessman who has exactly. a beautiful wife and a family. Like, oh my god. Like I don't know. All his all his. Like conflicts, I was just like, I, I don't, I don't really see, like, yeah, exactly. why would you? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, it's, I, I didn't love it, but I get what, you know, the concept of the pause. Yeah. It's like it, it sort of reminds reminds me actually. Looking back, did you, uh, do you? I'm, I'm about to sound like an internet normie right now, but do you ever watch Rick and Morty? <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, it's like that one episode where he goes through that simulation of the life of some random guy who works at a carpet store. Did you did you see that episode? Uh, maybe I'm trying to. Remember. I haven't watched it in a while. Is it like in the last season? No, it wasn't. It wasn't in that season actually. But okay. what happens is he puts on like this VR headset or something. It connects to his brain. He lives the life of this random man i think it's oh, yeah. ryan or something like his whole life through exactly poignant and emotional my guy beats cancer yeah yeah <laughs> and, and then he like, falls up the ladder <laughs> but it's like it's like one of their just like games in that exactly. reality right? yeah i shouldn't be dying laughing at this right now but my guy beat cancer just yeah. to pull up the ladder at a carpet store. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm right now. I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh that hard when I was watching it. But looking back, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Say what you were gonna say. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, um, I think I would maybe. It's hard to say. I think maybe pause. I guess pause. I think rewind would get like too addictive or something. Going with the self-control option, I see. Yeah. I, like you would, you would just keep trying to to change things and like I don't know. Something about it just seems wrong. But it, pausing would be nice to just like have time. You know what? That you I was gonna choose rewind, but you saying the whole thing about wanting to change things, that sort of like Yeah, I think I might have to go with the pause button actually because dangerous. Exactly. Like I would literally I would become so power hungry over every single aspect of my life. Like I would be I would I don't know, I would like stumble on the pavement or the sidewalk as you call it over there <laughs> and i and, and i'd see someone in like their window like chuckle to themselves and i just rewind to go back just so that just so that i could um pick up my feet a bit more you know right. so yeah i think i'd i think i'd have to go with the pause button because i definitely abuse the rewind button a bit too yeah. much yeah i just feel like obviously there's things you want to change but i feel like sometimes you just have to you know you have to you have to live with that because yeah. yeah exactly okay um <laughs> okay so would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same or the same underwear for a week oh um uh, i mean honestly like it's not I, I feel like i have worn the same socks for a month so <laughs> 
Like, probably that, I guess. Are you being serious? <laughs> I, I mean, like, like maybe not every day, but I like, you know, like I it rotate just, it, socks. Yeah. And like, I'm not gonna wash a pair of socks like after one use. That just seems, just seems a bit. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Bit lavish. Are you thinking like after one day of use, or like one, you know, just like going out to the shops kind of use? Like, what, what kind of use are we talking about? Like, I feel like I don't know. I'm gross. Like, I'll use socks for a while until you know, until they smell, and then I'll wash them. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. If they don't smell, then like I can keep using them. You know, that's how. I, yeah. That's how I see it. Hey, no, no judgments from me. I mean, you know, you've you've got the whole internet about to judge you about this. I'll take but, it. I'll yeah. Take it. On I mean, this very heated topic of suck. Who knows? Maybe when you blow up, um, wearing the same socks for a month will become trendy. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um. It's environmental. You know, it's economic. Um. It's true, actually. Yeah, I'd have to go with the same socks for a month. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think I need to explain. Um, <laughs> okay, so, okay, a bit more of a lighthearted one. I say lighthearted, actually, reading this again now. Um, would you rather have Big Bird trying to kill you or Cookie Monster trying to, and Cookie, sorry, let me start that again. Would you rather have Big Bird trying to kill you and Cookie Monster trying to save you or the other way around? Um, probably like Big Bird trying to save me because I feel like he could just like pick me up and fly me away. Isn't, I swear Big Bird's an emu though. Okay, I just like got really stuck <laughs> bird aspect and like thought that he could fly. Wait, isn't he like the big yellow bird? Yeah, I swear he's he's an emu. Oh, so he Google can't this. Fly. Let me Google this. I've got like... He can't fly. Okay, well in that case, probably Cookie Monster saving me. Uh, oh, he's a, he's a canary, so he can fly. Or okay, she, yeah. I don't know. I, I stay true to my my first statement. Yeah, I would really would love to be like blown away. That'd be fun. I'd be like a Gandalf on the, you know, on the massive eagles. That's really cool. Yeah, that's a really cool idea. I honestly, <laughs> I'd love to be friends with a blue version of the Tasmanian devil. I feel like that would be really cool to be honest. Just that chaotic energy coming from Cookie Monster at all times. That would be insane. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that would be the coolest true. thing. So. Cookie Monster would be like fun to hug, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I, yeah, I definitely have Cookie Monster trying to save me. I mean, I feel like he'd just go, you know, completely berserk and Big Bird would be done for. That's that's just me, though. That's just me, anyway. Yeah, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, I mean, you know, no no beef or anything. I'm a vegetarian, so, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so would you rather be forced to live the same day over and over again for a full year sort of Groundhog Day situation. Have you ever seen Groundhog Day, by the way? I haven't. No, I have not. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but I, I get the concept. Yeah. Um, or take three years off the end of your life. Hmm. 
I didn't mean for them all to be this heavy. <laughs> I would probably... Uh, I would probably take three years off the end of my life, honestly. The same day for a year sounds terrible. That sounds awful. What if it turns out to be a good day, you know? I mean, sure. No? Okay. <laughs> do you tend to have bad luck or something? Or is it like... I just like, I think I would just get so uh, stir crazy. I'd be like, I need change! <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, you could just you could just sleep for a year, though. I guess that's like. Does all of time stop like while you're repeating your day for a year? Like, is it like the rest of the world is on pause, or does the rest of the world keep going forward and you're just like gone in another reality for a year? Yeah, I think it's like a sort of time loop kind of thing, I guess. So everyone's on the same day for a year. Yeah, but no one else knows it except for you. Hmm, I mean, I mean, I guess it could be kind of fun, maybe, like, you could just, you could just, uh, a year, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be <laughs> Yeah, I, a year, a year doesn't seem too bad, because knowing my luck, I'm probably gonna die at, like, 22 or something, and that's just me, uh, rest in peace, Ishanasu Mazura, 19 years old, he's, that's, that's just me done. So yeah, I'd I'd have to do the same day over and over again for a whole year, I think. I guess it could be interesting. You could really like you could really try all the variables of that day. <laughs> That's true, yeah, exactly. Uh okay. Be able to take anything you say back or hear any conversation that's about you. Um, I would take anything I say back. Really? I, I'm, I was actually really interested to hear your perspective as a musician, actually, because um, being able to hear any conversation about you, that would be really interesting to hear as a musician, I'd feel like. No? <laughs> no. no, I think that would just be, like, really... Uh unhealthy <laughs> I'm, I'm sure i'm sure most of the things are positive but then again that yeah, could end up you know you could end up having a kanye situation or something and that's that wouldn't be fun for anyone <laughs> yeah i just feel like that would like that would just drive somebody crazy yeah i can imagine you know too too much awareness too aware of everyone's conversations about you no i would definitely rather take things back because sometimes i think i I'm rash and I say things yeah. that I could probably uh, have done without. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I feel like, do you ever have those moments, right, where you're speaking to someone and you feel like you choose the wrong option in a video game or something and you can just feel their friendship bar just like going down and it's <laughs> like, ah, uh, you know, should have yeah. said that. But, so you're um, like, I'll just try and get. get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. of course, you can say whatever you want and not have to worry about it, and you still get the satisfaction of knowing that you've said that thing as well to this person. Okay. So it's like cathartic as well. Thinking outside the box, yeah. Okay, so for my final question, right? Um, you get the opportunity, Artemis, to say anything to the world. You get handed this blue snowball microphone that's connected to the speak <laughs> to the world speakers. What do you say to the world for ten seconds? Like you get a ten second time slot. What do you say? 
Oh my God. Uh, uh, that's a difficult question. That's a lot of pressure. Okay. This is, this is the biggest advertisement in history. I mean, I would probably like say some stuff about, you know, <laughs> probably some like, uh, <laughs> some stuff about love and acceptance and uh, intersectional feminism. <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines um, yeah I don't know there's like so many things I don't even know what I would choose but yeah something along those lines I think I don't have to say like a full the full I don't think I can do that I don't think I can do that right now I don't now. think you can speak for 10 seconds about something you're passionate about <laughs> I mean, then again, it's like seven point what, like seven and a half billion people in the world, eight billion, seven point eight billion, something like that. So that's a big uh, pedestal. <laughs> Just end up hyperventilating for ten seconds. I'm <laughs> okay, like that. I've been interacting with the same people every day in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that something along those lines. Uh, is probably what I would what I would say, yeah. So something like, yeah. So talking about loving each other and feminism, then, I guess. Uh, yeah, intersectional feminism. You know, maybe. T- tell like, me about that. I feel like I feel like I'm pretty ignorant on that, actually. It's just it just means that you recognize that, um, like, not all women are live on the same like have the same injustices, that there's like different intersections to do with race and, you know, class and that like, you can't kind of apply the same umbrella solution for all women, basically. Right, okay. Yeah, it's like just acknowledging the different, the different intersections that come into play and that like, that affect people's experiences and and might need like different different solutions different attention yeah yeah that's cool so yeah that would i feel like that would really benefit the well it would benefit a good portion of the earth i I feel like yeah i feel like that's a good place to end the uh to end the podcast there all right listeners thank you the Shane Anagans podcast artist edition with Shana Sumazova. This edition featuring Artemis. Um, yeah, Artemis, do you have anything you want to say to the listeners? Anything you want to promote to them or, um, you know, anything like that? Um, well, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. It's been a pleasure. It's lovely. And um, yeah, probably just have a new music video for Synchronicity out now that um, was direct directed by Prabhja Nijar and um, an amazing team at Capilano uh, worked on it so go check it out and yeah more new music coming eventually <laughs> things are in the works so things are in the works guys make sure you follow um, Artemis on on Spotify and also Instagram and everywhere else the links will be in the description and all of that so yeah, if um, that's all, listeners, thank you for listening. Stay amazing, and I will see you all next time. 
And that concludes this fortnight's instalment of the Shane Anagans podcast, Artist Edition with Ishanasu Mazura. I am, of course, Ishanasu Mazura. Feel free to subscribe to this channel and click the bell next to it. Or if you're an audio listener, simply subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. If you have anyone you'd like to see on the podcast, or if you're an artist who would like to make an appearance, feel free to drop me a message on any of my socials. See you all next time.